live at the Batmoid Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with... Mimi. And... Jeremy. Yes, and Jeremy will officially be joining us through Crisis. Um, unfortunately, just doesn't have time for the podcast right now. Cardboard Melissa will truly miss her the most. But uh, yeah, we got a great uh, episode to talk about. You guys excited? What would you guys think? Oh, yeah. This, oh, was pretty, yeah. this was pretty solid. It was a good improvement. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I think it's, it, like we've been saying, it's been a step up each time. So Yeah, they still need to work on a few things. And, uh, you know, once we get to Sophie, I'll get to that. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, definitely improvements. And it still gave me that, like, wait, what factor that I both love and hate with the show? Yeah. I say positively. It's like, it definitely is improving, like we've just said. And, all, uh, and also, this episode actually made me like Kate, which is a first. I know it's weird to say, right. but like, but yeah, that I mean, episode hey, that actually made me sympathize for her. I was like, oh, okay, I actually feel bad for you. Like, okay. That's good. There we go. Uh, well, in news items, this is only kind of a news item, but um, the crisis photos are posted and there's some shots um, of that woman in there. I'm going to be completely honest. I thought she looked really awkward. I don't know what you guys thought. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It, it felt really out of place. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt that way. It, the poster gave me that massive, like, endgame vibe. Uh, We're just like, ah, yes, you must fit everybody. And they did a fantastic job to, like, the best of their ability, but they put a lot on there. So I, lo- I have lots of feelings on it. Mainly positive, but also, like, from a person who has no graphic skills, I'm so harsh on this, but, like, so. Yeah, I just... No, I feel you on that one. I mean, she just, she looked so out of place with the rest of them, but it was just like, okay, this is, I guess we're doing this. Yep, we'll have to see. There have been other good crisis photos posted, though, um, you know, the Superman ones were yeah, that good was, to see. That, that was pretty amazing. Also, seeing the, just that photo of, like, Tom Willing in yep, the farm yep. was... Oh my god, that hit the nostalgia sweet spot for me. I was like, yes! I, I may actually die of crisis just of nostalgia, very possibly. Yeah, I was like, good to see you again, buddy. I don't I care know. if it's only for one scene. I mean, I'll take it. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> no, for real. Like, <laughs> I read all the season 11 comics. I am. Yep, same. I, I, I miss it. I, I need it. I need any bit of it I can get. I yep. will take it. Yes. Okay. Uh, we've uh, sufficiently fangirled out about those. Um, fanboyed, sorry, Jeremy. Uh, no, that's all good. <laughs> uh, we could get into the episode. So I wrote, we have our A-plot with Batwoman and the Rifle and Julia. Because they're kind of all shoved in there in the same storyline. Y- yep. Um, yeah. So we open with a villain called the Rifle who shoots people with a rifle. Very um, creative. You can't win them all. Like... A-plus. <laughs> A plus on villain name. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess that's what we're going with. <laughs> I mean, he could have called himself the gun. I mean, at least he went with rifle and he was specific. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, why? Whatever. It's it's a it's Batwoman. Also, it's a superhero yeah. show. But also, rifle. Yeah. Rifle? Really? Like, random. were all the other like gun related names taken? That you just got? <laughs> you're like, what type of weapon should we yeah, call him? The I, rifle. I would... I was literally, I, I was at, at like, I was kind of going into my Cisco mode. I was like, you could have called yourself sharpshooter, uh, like, freaking, uh, you could have even been, like, sniper. I would have accepted sniper yes, more than sniper. Yes, that's exactly what I can 
All right. And then um, we get Julia, and I guess we should address the thing now that we end up addressing every week. So this is the way that that Batman writer screwed up this time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so weekly. So, so I, I, feel, I feel like this is my territory since I'm like since I'm a, um, I'm a quarter Asian. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> like. Julia, oh. Julia's supposed to be, like, half British, half Asian, if you've, like, ever read, like, the Batman uh, Eternal and Batman and Robin Eternal, where she first appeared, and for some reason, they got a really pretty blonde lady. I mean, okay, cool, maybe Alfred jeans are really strong, but I doubt it. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> It bothered me a lot at first when it was first announced who it was, and like I, I like I saw the pictures, and I was like, okay, this is not cool. I was like, y'all went, th- y'all went through all the trouble to like you know properly cast everybody. Y'all have Mary who is Asian and she's an OC. So y'all tell me you couldn't find any other Asian actresses? No, nope, they hit their quota. Sorry, <laughs> I know, right? They got Cat. I guess they got Catherine and Mary. They had oh, they had two Asians on the main cast. So Sorry, like, no more Asians. We don't need. We don't need <laughs> Julia. We 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 we're gonna go get a nice British actor or actress for you. It's it's cool. We got it half right. Give us credit there. They fit their Asian <laughs> quota. <laughs> yeah, I was I was honestly I was honestly pretty salty at first, but seeing the seeing the performance of Julia, I'm not mad at that at all. She's great. Yeah, I'm just she did a good job at, at the miscasting. I was it's kind of weird because I think she kind of looks like Rachel Scarston, just tanner and with different hair. Yeah, she does. <laughs> it's weird, and that brings up some also weird questions because of the whole messy rebound situation. Oh, but so, like, also was Beth always a platinum blonde, or am I just bad at hair color? You know, like yeah, I. I mean, I think in the comics, she's definitely blonde. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like show-wise, Alice. Is, I meant Alice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't if, know about like, kid. I don't know if Kid Beth was also blonde. Like honestly, I didn't pay that much attention. Um, it looks like she's got like a lightly a, a lighter yeah. shade of brown compared to Kate's kind of Albert. Like yeah. Yeah. What? But also, like when you're a kid, your hair is freaking weird. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, also, I didn't know the Julia being Asian thing, so thank yeah. you, Jeremy, for that. Like, I did not, uh, yeah. Um, I do agree, like, she was a great actress. Uh, the messy rebound thing was amusing. Like, I did like it a lot, but also, I wanted more of her, and I feel like we didn't get a lot of her because she was so tied with the rifle part. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, all, it was also funny because, like, in uh, me and Mimi's group chat, like, with, with our friends while we watched Batwoman, I was like, I'm calling it right now. Julia is a messy rebound off of Sophie. I, I, uh, I feel it. I feel it. It's going to happen. And then confirmed. I was like, yep, called it. I mean, this is just, this is the Arrowverse and all the LGBT women have slept with each other. Did, did we not I establish mean, that? I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, that, like. well, yeah that, that, that is like the unwritten rule of the Arrowverse. Like, if, if, she, if she hadn't slept with Sarah, she's not really gay. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Ava and Alice, Alex have not slept together yet. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, only time will tell in the crossover. <laughs> Which, like... I don't know. I guess we'll find out. That's really going <laughs> to yeah. happen in the crossover. <laughs> I'm like so excited. It's just a side tangent. Like I'm so excited for the crossover because, oh my gosh, we have so many amazing people, but also I'm so freaking scared. Right. <laughs> but it's going to be great for us to all talk about both in this and in the like 
upcoming giant whatever we do it so like yeah. giant giant crossover oh that's gonna be huge with us and everyone else on the planet yep because everyone's just crisis. talking in the microphones hopefully together we can do it i think it is but like a- julie is lovely yes. i look forward to seeing her again whatever that may be yeah, i hope I'm, she's not I'm, just like a one-off i was honestly a little upset because i was like you're another you're another side character that makes the show a lot more interesting that's why, why do you gotta go so quickly? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a fairly good chance that she'll show up at some other point. They usually oh, yeah. do that a lot with Arrowverse. Oh yeah, I, I definitely think she's gonna be recurring, especially with how well she was received. Um, and I'm, and I also like that she how quickly she figured out who Kate um, who Kate was, while of course slipping a sexual innuendo in there because of course as one does. yeah yeah yep. My guess is by, like, season two, she'll be, like, she'll pop up sometime again, potentially, during season one, and that by season two, she'll be, like, a reoccurring of some kind. Yep. Yeah, like, potentially that. the Felicity level of, like, oh, yeah, we met for you to be one episode. I, I, but... I also hope that they don't just have her pop up and be like, oh, by the way, my dad died off screen, just like <laughs> your dad, Luke. Seriously. So join the team now. <laughs> also, Bruce Wayne is dead. <laughs> Yeah, like, she'll be the one to reveal it, and we'll just flip a table and just be like, what? <laughs> because this show's reveals still suck. Um, as much as I can praise the improvement, I will still knock that these reveals are terrible. All the actual Batman <laughs> characters are just dead. Yeah, <laughs> off-screen, no fanfare, no flashback, no nothing. Just, oh yeah, they're dead, by the way. <laughs> just send a text message. <laughs> Do you remember in, like, early season seven of Arrow when Oliver said Bruce Wayne for the first time and everyone lost their minds? Yeah! <laughs> that, that, was, that was pretty crazy. He just, like, and apparently that was an ad-lib at first. It was, kept it. I mean, it worked. It worked very well. <laughs> oh. Arrow. Arrow. So. Yes. So we'll 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 see how we'll see how the, those reveals go down the line. But anyway, back to the back to the yes, yes. plot. So we we actually got a training scene, which is something that we've been like talking about in mid out before. <laughs> so, right? Like, yeah. I'm happy about this. I'm I'm glad. I mean, it wasn't like any massive training, but it's something. Yeah. We're at least getting some training. It was a good. We start. Got- really happy in the group chat about it we're like oh my gosh training sequence like i I, rachel i want to add you into the group chat because you'll laugh like it's very amusing (laughs) yeah Um, honestly we 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 have a great time it's just uh all it's all the cw shows (laughs) the riverdale Riverdale time is really hilarious and you'll get a good laugh at what we call our group chat um yeah i mean i'm down (laughs) perfect good 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 i'll throw you in after we finish our lovely recording but like i love that training scene it was so minimal but i was like yes Yes. Are doing the thing. Like, yes. uh, you, like all, all, and you know, I've made this joke ever since I came onto the podcast. But all we ever saw of her military training was her making out with Sophie. So I didn't really know any proof that she had prior skills to this. Yeah. So like this episode really helped. I was like, finally, you're showing me you do stuff in the military. Yeah, no, yeah. It's good to see her like you know, throwing certain punches and, like, doing the whole thing. Because I think the fight scene, a lot of that kind of gets lost. It's a lot too busy for you to see, like, oh, this is actually what she's doing. Yep. Yeah, and, all, and also they always, you know, do the scenes at night to hide the stunt doubles, so, like... Yes, of course. Yeah. Under the cover of darkness. <laughs> As the seasons go on, we'll get more light. Hopefully. Um, let's hope uh, so. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked. Uh, event, I mean, eventually Arrow got a lot, a lot brighter, so maybe Battle will get the same treatment. <laughs> Seven seasons later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll see if it survives that long. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> All right. So then um, I'm, I'm not sure if everyone felt this way, but um, when they were doing the thing in the restaurant with them kicking them out, I was just like, oh, um, okay. That, this- that, so I, the- I, I liked it, but it was also uh, like this was one of the first times where I was like, oh, my God, Ruby's actually acting. She's actually like drawing from an experience. I actually felt like that was at least like for me, I was like, okay, you're actually like pulling from something. You're not just reading lines this time. Uh I mean, the scene itself was kind of cringy in, like, structure, but I, I yeah. at least, like, how, like, Ruby, like, delivered, like, how she was feeling in the scene, I, like, I actually, like, felt that there. So I was like, okay, that's something. Yeah, no, I, I'll definitely give Ruby points for a good performance in that scene specifically. But the, the entire, like, uh, the entirety of its inclusion <laughs> in the season, it just felt like they were just trying so hard to score brownie points, and it was just like, oh. Yeah, I- and I mean, also, like, the whole Kate's Don't Ask, Don't Tell story is, like, so huge. Um, so, like, they had to get this one right. Uh, but, like, also, it just feels weird that this show is set in 2019 and we're still getting, like, this kind of, like, this kind of thing where restaurants are uncomfortable with a day. Yeah. I'm going to make a point off of that, though. Like, one, I do agree, like, Ruby's acting was much better in that scene. It made me very happy, because, like, Jeremy said in the chat, we're like, oh, man, she's totally, she's totally pulling for something, and that part felt really nice. But also, like, even though I'm a New Yorker, I still see areas, like, I know New York super, like, woo, yay, like, not all the, all the time, I'm just saying, like, I know that, yeah. but, like, there's still so many other parts of the U.S. that aren't, and I guess yeah. Scotland's, like, the jaded New York, not like the jaded New York, we get the idea of it, what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's just like New York, Chicago it. blended into one city. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And like, I liked that scene a lot, but also like, it gave, I keep on saying like too much, but I remember when there was a leaked version of the Batwoman script and we had dialogue of a version of that scene going around and that made me go, oh no, it's back. And then it got, the lines got delivered better and it wasn't as... It wasn't as cringy as it could have been. Like, it, yeah, it could have been. Like, could have been way worse. It, it could have been better. Yeah, but... it, it just like the, I think the structure of the scene itself was the clunky part. Like the yeah. deliver the delivery it was pretty solid, but like the like it kind of just came out of nowhere because at, per- at first it seemed kind of normal, and then yeah. all of a sudden they just like, pan around. They're actually like, kicking her out because she's wearing sneakers. Like, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure what was going on. <laughs> it was. It been yeah. Yeah, because, like, okay, because when they first go in, like, no one's, like, looking at them funny or whatever. They just sit, they sit down normally, and, like, they're having the conversation. But then, like, the second, like, Kate, like, holds her hand, all, all of a sudden, like, they talk to her about, like, the dress code. And I'm like, okay, uh, friends hold hands. Yeah, right. Like, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't just, well, I don't, I don't get how you would automatically jump to, oh, they're definitely gay. I've, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've hugged i hugged my friend at a restaurant. My friend has had a panic attack at uh at like in a public place before, and I've held their hand. That doesn't mean I'm like intimately involved with them. That just means I care about my friend. I've had many a dinner with my female friends and male friends, like with my female friends hugging and like holding hands. It gave me just like that awkward. Is this guy supposed to be like an annoying? Is I can't remember. Was it Italian or French? I want to say it was Italian. I think it was like, like, okay, French. now you just pull off like really cruddy stereotypes. Just like, ah, yes, homophobia. That's what I'm saying. There, there were no, there were no clear, there were no real clear indications that like they were a couple on a date. Like it was just like they were holding. That, that's my problem with it. Like, 
like there, there were no indications that there were a couple on a date. Like there's that one moment where they like Kate held her hand for a split second, and all of a sudden the waiter's like, "Oh no, gays must keep it out." <laughs> no, no gays. <laughs> but like also, if it's the dress code, I'm like now. Sorry, now I'm just like thinking about all like the super fancy restaurants I've been to throughout my life, and some of them are that much of an ass where they're like, oh, "You're yeah. out." Just like it does feel, it's believable. But now I love how like hardcore we're going into this one particular scene, and I'm proud of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it definitely matters. Um, I, but yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. At first, I was like, okay, so is it seriously about the dress code? Because she is in just in jeans and, and some Doc Martens. So, yeah, like, I know. I was like, well, maybe like, they're just serious hot. about their dress code. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I, I like what you said, Mimi. Um. Obviously, you guys are in New York. I'm in Chicago. We live in very liberal places. Um, but I know, like, earlier this year, I saw uh, the show The Prom on Broadway, which was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about um, this lesbian and her bisexual girlfriend in this little town in Indiana, and all the kids there are being super homophobic. And I watched it, and I was like, is that true? Like, really? In 2019? And the people where I was with her just be, like, in the middle of nowhere? Like, oh, yes. Completely. Oh, yeah. I, oh, like, yeah. Wow. I can understand, like, middle America, like, yeah. you know, where it's, like, nowhere near as liberal and, like, especially, like, like the Bible Belt type states. Oh, yeah, for sure. That still happens. But, like, they're also in a very metropolitan area. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I think I think it's good to keep in mind that there are definitely places that oh, yeah. aren't as open I mean, as what we're used to. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to like acknowledge. I'm not trying to say that it. Doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Happen, I know. I but know. It, de- it definitely shouldn't happen in a place like Gotham. Though. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Like yeah. How how Gotham is like situated? Um, okay. Like, all right. I think so, we're yeah. good. We're good now. Yep. Yeah, we're good. Yep. We controlled right. it. Um. So I, I said, uh, after this was watching, I was like, okay, well, we're doing the suit fake out thing again. Like, are, are we sure this is an arrow? Like, are we sure? <laughs> I, I, see, I think that was more of like a nice little homage to the fact that like Alfred has done like the suit fake out for Bruce. And so they had Julia do the suit fake out for Kate. Okay. Uh, that that makes some sort of sense. So is that another thing that Arrow stole from them? And now it looks oh, like yeah. they stole Arrow from Arrow. Arrow's stolen a crap ton from Batman. Um, this this uh, is funny. And, and, and Batman, Batman's done a bunch of different suit fake outs with a bunch of different uh, people. One of my favorite ones is with uh, Superman. Yes, I love that. Oh, yes. Because they, the, they, they made the meta joke because, of course, back then, like uh, in, the, in the 30s, you know, they made all their superheroes have be like strong white men with dark hair so they all look the same yeah um, and and so it's like oh yeah we can pull off looking like each other we pretty much look the same. yeah no the, yeah. the times where superman is pretending to be batman are so classic i love yeah. that yeah it's always it's always hilarious but yeah i think that was uh, more of what it was like trying to pull off and especially because alfred's done it uh, like a ton of times um, in a, um, a bunch of different suits so i think that was what they were trying to do to t- kind of establish like Julia as the more in the field type of Alfred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Okay. I, I can buy that. I can deal with but, that. I also loved you though, just because it was really funny. Like, I love <laughs> you for this episode. <laughs> yeah, it just did. These are definitely hilarious. Also, like I, at first, I thought that like um, Luke shot um, Luke shot Julia, and then like they were trying to fake it. That's that's how they were trying to fake it out. But no, like Julia just got shot, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we were very confused at that part. I, I was, was like, okay, shot. so you guys aren't as, you guys aren't as smart as I just gave you credit for, but you're still pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, 
okay. Well, she's not dead, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then, yeah, then going on from there, we have Alice, and Alice has the gun, and she has the gun so she can make sure it won't kill Kate while she's in the bat suit because she loves Kate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was also really weird because, like, that that whole um, so she like took the she took the component. So I guess she's like always like low key trying to save Kate. And I mean, like, we saw that at the end of like last week's episode when Mouse like pulled that trick uh, of like revealing Kate was Batwoman to him because like yeah. she she was about to just be like screw Mouse, like as long as as long as you know you're okay, I'm fine. Uh, but you know. She caught herself before when she realized it was actually Mouse. Yeah. So, like, I, I like that this is, like, slowly building up a redemption arc for Alice. Because we know that Alice isn't going to be, like, an all, an all of season one villain, unfortunately. She's probably just going to be a 1A villain and then, like, slowly build up to, like, in the second half, maybe start down the redemption journey. Yeah. I can see that happening, especially um, our, with our next note. <laughs> Or, like, right after freaking crisis, given the way it's going. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also true. Okay. But, yeah. But yeah. Um, well, I guess moving on, then. Uh, they name drop Cyphia much. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was confused about that at first. I had to Google. I was like, okay, so this is crime Bible stuff. I was like, did, she, did they say Sophie? I, I, I couldn't hear. The audio was weird in my broadcast. So I was like, what name did they just say? Safia, I think. I think that's yeah, right. so, so that's, that's a crime Bible yeah. uh, character, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's all I knew when I heard the name. I was like, crime Bible, baby, remember? <laughs> Sorry for shouting, but I was like, yay! The crime Bible. <laughs> it's finally been recognized. The crime way is recognized. <laughs> they're, they're actually doing it. I was like, okay. <laughs> What once once I knew the name, I was like, okay, that makes sense. They're doing, they're actually doing the crime bible stuff. So yes. maybe we'll figure out why Alice is connected to the crime bible. Yeah, I and the sense. of crime stuff. And maybe if ah. it's like redeemed at that point, like by the end of the season, we could have Alice and Kate fighting against her. I think that'd be cool. I, I I'm still really hoping that Alice becomes Flamebird in season by like a season two, because be that that would be amazing. Um, because I've always liked Flamebird. Flamebird is really underrated. Um, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think keeping Rachel Scarson around is a good idea, so. Yeah! Seriously. My, my guess is that whenever we get Scythia properly introduced, it's gonna be like, Alice has been a rogue crime vital person doing her own shit, trying to make her own name, and Scythia's finally caught up and is like, I'm no. taking over now, yeah. And then it's gonna be like, oh no, I have to save Kate. Does this make me good? But I like murder. I'm conflicted. Somehow, Flamebird. You know, like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's gonna end up becoming like a uh, like an almost Red Hood esque version of Flamebird, which I'm kind of down with, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like, I think that'd be you also didn't get to see all of my fun gestures I made while I did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely excited to see who uh, like who they cast as uh, Syphia and, like, what they do with this whole religion of crime thing. Yeah, no, it definitely has potential to be good. Okay, yeah, and then basically we have the end of this plot where now she's opening a bar. And we were like, are are we really 
really sure this is an arrow because this kind of feels like arrow. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So I, I legit, I legit said that at the end of the episode. I was like, okay, they stole this directly from season one of Arrow. I mean, like, yeah, sure. Say whatever about like them stealing the old Batman stuff and then they're stealing it back. But like, this is just straight up Arrow. <laughs> yeah, because like, like, I mean, it's, and it's all they only just all they did to change it up was add gay in the front of it because like <laughs> gay Arrow. Well, uh, uh, like, like, like Arrow, Ollie opened up. A nightclub, a, you know, a bar, and Kate is opening a gay nightclub slash bar. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but also I was like, this is the petty that I want from the show. Can I get more of Kate like this, being like, oh, this guy was a homophobic ass? Now, gay bar. Yes, like, I want to see like more that. of that. Like, I like yeah, character growth. I'm like, that part yeah, was great, but also... Yeah, that definitely showed more of her personality, and I like that. But I, I cannot excuse... The fact that they just ripped that from season one of yeah. Arrow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, like, why? The shot with the rainbow flag was good, though. Um, that was yeah. very nice. I think and also, Mary is going to de- be in charge of this, it seems like, and that means we'll hopefully get more Mary and Kate stuff, which is great, because yes. Mary is yeah. the best. She is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think this could definitely be a thing that can add a lot more, like, fun and, like, lighter moments into the episodes, so... I'm I'm good with this idea. I think it's a good idea. I'm already picturing a future Alice having a tea party there and Mary just being like, uh, no. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm just picturing where it's going to go now that they've established that we're going to have this gay bar. And I'm just like, there's so many scenarios about things that are going to go wrong in this poor bar. And Kate's going to just be like, gay panic. I've made a mistake, but also got to fight that homophobia. <laughs> yep. Must fight the homophobia in the bar. <laughs> yes. Oh, they, be- they better have bat-themed drinks, just like they do it. You know how Jitters has all those Flash-themed, like, coffee uh, like coffee beverages? They better, uh, they better have bat-themed drinks. They, better- yeah, no, at um, San Diego Comic-Con, they definitely had, like, bat-named stuff for Batwoman. <laughs> bat-named right. drinks and stuff. Yeah, they had a bunch of cocktails. Good. They better have bat- bat-named drinks. And they better, like, post these, like, recipes on, like, Facebook or something. Because I, I-, I have... I would definitely go to a Bat-themed cocktail party. We have mighty needs to drink while we watch Batwoman, I say. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, also, that's also not inaccurate. But also, it'd be kind of cool. We could have, like, fun nerd versions of our drinking habits. Um, but I like your other comments, though, for the B-plot, I oh, say, yeah. before I go on a drinking <laughs> tangent. Um, the Sophie and Jacob and Sophie and Tyler thing was all... Very amusing. It was it was quite amusing, honestly. So we have yeah. like go on. Sophie is uh, going to be honest with her husband now, and she tells tells Tyler her name is Tyler. Honest I quotation marks. <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, she tells Tyler, uh, it's such a white boy name. <laughs> she almost got kicked out of the military school for Kate. He's not handling it well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't blame that. <laughs> like. Oh, so th- this old friend you've been hanging out with repeatedly, like without really telling me, is the girl you uh, is someone you were in love with and almost got kicked out of the military for? Oh yeah, I definitely shouldn't be afraid. And is also my our boss's daughter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely not messy at all. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> Tyler like, is um, over his head for sure. Like, yeah. I want to pat Tyler on the shoulder and be like, my dude. You have pulled a short straw in this situation. I'm sorry for you. Yep. Uh, apparently, Sophie's got a lot more stuff to work out on her feelings. That she's just 
repressed for a really long time and has apparently never decided to tell her husband. We don't know how many years exactly. Um, it's got to be at least it's got to be at least five because yeah. you know with the whole you know Kate coming back thing and Batman yeah. disappearing, so it's at least five. And yeah. it's like that makes it even worse on both sides. It's like yeah. I want to feel bad for Tyler, and I do. A little. And I want to feel bad. Like, I don't feel, okay, like, that's the thing. It's like, I feel bad. I don't feel as bad for Tyler as I should. Nor yeah. do I feel bad for Sophie. It's one of those situations where it's I don't, both, I don't you know? Bad. I don't feel bad for Sophie at all, but Tyler didn't ask for this. So, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I feel the most sympathy for him because it's not like he actively saw that she was into women and then, yeah. like, you know, married yeah. her. This wasn't a like, plot. Yeah. So he just genuinely fell in love with a with a lady, and then turns out she's not really. I mean, she probably does have genuine feelings for him too. But like, it turns out she's actually in love with somebody else who happens to be their boss's daughter. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just unfortunate for him. But I really don't feel bad for Sophie at all. Like this episode really just made me dislike Sophie just all around. Yeah. She's kind of because just put herself in this spot now. Like She like uh-huh. repeatedly just comes off as like disingenuous and is just so quick to betray people, like Yeah. Which I th- I think that kinda of gets into our next point, which is Nope, she told Jacob that Kate is Batwoman. Yeah, like, like, all this, like, not even, like, she only knew, she only confirmed knew for about, like, a day or so. Maybe a day and a half tops. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh yeah, by the BTW, Jacob, your daughter's uh, Batwoman, so we should kind of stop trying to kill her. Maybe, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and this is once again the show being bad at its reveals because it kind of just like fell out and it was like, oh, okay, I guess that's a thing now. <laughs> um, but it reminded me of Arrow um, and one of the like six times that Quentin's like, oh, I know oh, that Oliver's oh my the Arrow God. right now. So that reminds me of the first time he found out because he actually he caught Oliver on the stairwell to yep, the Arrow yep. case. I remember. Yes. <laughs> and they did the whole... And we talked about it earlier. They did the same switcheroo thing, but with Dig. Yeah, like yeah. No, I thought that was that was hilarious. Um, that, yeah, like it's it's literally the same kind of thing. But honestly, Arrow doesn't have the same kind of track record with bad reveals. Yeah, no, as not at all. Batwoman does. Yeah, and then right. Oliver got charged with murder, and he's like, "I want Laurel to be my lawyer," and she's like, "I'm not a criminal lawyer." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, like. I don't know, man. That that just really made me dislike Sophie. Like, how how can you like you know, say, <coughs> say one thing, talk so like talk so deep about like you still care about her, you still value her as a friend or whatever, quote unquote friend. Um, but then all of a sudden you just drop that big of a secret, knowing how big of a hate boner Jacob has for Batman and yeah. Bat people, and how much Kate did not want her father to know. Yep. It's so frustrating because Sophie's that person where she's like, I'm saying one thing and I'm doing another. And she's not even being sly about it. She's just and that military, doing it poorly. And the, and the military flashback pissed me off even more. Oh, my God. Because I don't know if we're like going to that yet, but like... That whole thing where she, where at first she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign the denial... And I'm going to stay in the military. But then she comes in when, like, the guy is taking down Kate's, like, 
award for marksmanship mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And she goes and she goes on this rant about how you can't take away her like I'm like Wait, what? You didn't stand by her at all, and yet you're somehow defending her here when only this one guy can see you? Oh, okay, that's real nice, Sophie. Real, real nice. Like, I'm also trying to take into mind, like, Sophie's version of how this could have got, like, the situation Sophie got herself put in and the situation Kate. I understand there's privileged situations as well. Uh, so, like, I understand why she didn't stand... I, okay, I'm gonna give me one moment to phrase it properly. It's like I want to under I I understand to an extent why she didn't stand up for Kate during the whole trial thing. I am greatly disappointed because it's making her come off as such a stuck. Like I understand she's putting her oh, career yeah. in her life, and I like because I understand it yeah, from a because Kate comes from money and Sophie doesn't, and her like Sophie's family needs uh, like the money from her military career, which honestly isn't even that much if we're being yeah. real. Like I'm I'm, yeah. I'm a Navy brat. I I know I know how much generally most soldiers and sailors make, um, and it's not all that much. Like. I mean, granted, it gives her a career and opportunities in the future, so I, I guess that definitely helps her later on. But, like, uh, it, still, it still doesn't make it right, you know? Like, while like I, I get yeah, while I get it, it doesn't make it, like, any less, you know, shitty of her to do. Yeah. Like, it still leaves a sour taste in my mouth, because it's like, I want I want to feel bad. I, li- like, I liked and hated that moment when she stood up to the janitor guy, like, whoever that guy was. I was like, oh, that's a good moment. But also, like, it got instantly bitter cut, because I'm like but why didn't you say any of this to at least Kate? Because right now Kate thinks you absolutely hate, like your breakup was really bad. And yeah, now you're yeah. it's like, it's like when you do a breakup and then you're like, Oh no, but I still have feelings. And you like, you never tell the person. So you no, both and, leave and, it really and, and that's the, and that's the thing. Like when Kate, like, in the present was like, okay, maybe you had the right idea. Maybe we should keep her distance. And all of a sudden, Sophie feels hurt. Like she doesn't like Sophie didn't deserve that. Sophie well, definitely- set it up. Like she set this up to happen. And now she's suddenly like, Oh no, I didn't want that to happen. I did what I didn't realize I had feelings for you. But now yeah. that I know I'm still very much yeah, in love yeah, with you. Yeah, like she, how like, dare you reject me? Like Sophie came back, <laughs> Sophie came back and was all happy and was like, it seemed like she was trying to build something with Kate, and then Kate's like, no, actually, you're kind of shitty. You tried to expose my secret. I'm going to keep my distance from you. And now Sophie's all sad, and then she runs to Tyler, and then, yeah. like, and then makes out with him. Yeah. To, uh, and I'm just like, oh. Is that what it takes to make out with your husband, though? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, it's all so upsetting. Like, it makes me feel more bad for Tyler, because he looks so sad. Yeah, and I'm like, up until episode seven, I have not given a single crap about like, Tyler. Exactly. He's literally just I been like, I honestly didn't even know his name until Rachel said it out loud. Until I read the the notes for this episode, I did not know what his name was. At first, I was like, "Who's Tyler? Are you talking about like the actor from Teen Wolf who plays <laughs> Superman?" Yeah, well, he's just he's just he's that 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 guy, the guy who's there. He does the thing. <laughs> Like, if they named him Michael, I still would have been like, who? Like, it's... Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. But, like, I feel... And that scene made me go, damn it, now I feel bad for Tyler. It's like, I'm... Per- it's not that I don't want to feel bad for, like, the other characters in the show, but it's like, okay, when we started this show, I was prepared to, like, not like Tyler because it was going to be this annoying love triangle with Kate, yeah. Sophie, and Tyler. And, now and, I'm like... See, that's, the, that's the thing. That's the thing that actually didn't happen. They avoided the love triangle, but they... They made, made it, it worse. Yeah, they made it worse by, like... <laughs> Not having Tyler involved at all, so Tyler is just kind of this unknowing pawn in this like back and forth between 
Sophie and Kate, and like she, like he's just used as Sophie's like security blanket. Yeah, but like, now I'm gonna t- feel bad when he eventually dies or gets written out, and I'm like, I didn't want to be it somehow. Attached isn't the right word. I didn't want to be concerned about this character. Now I'm like, yeah. oh no, when something bad happens to you, I'm going to actually feel bad. Which, you know, in a way, at the end of the day, this is bizarrely somewhat good writing in that point where it's like suddenly making all of us be like, oh no, we care. But also, we shouldn't what? have we shouldn't, I shouldn't we have shouldn't to. Have cared. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, as much as we were part of the show, I know at the end of the day, we all still thoroughly enjoy it, else we wouldn't be doing the podcast. And it's like, and at the yeah. end of the day, the writing in itself is scrambled as it is. It's giving us great stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's false yeah. and it's positive parts. Yeah, it's definitely good conversation. And I, I'm honestly hoping, like, maybe this is too early for me to say, but, like, I'm honestly hoping that they take another page from Arrow and they don't, like, use the original couple as the end game. Because, honestly, unless Sophie makes a big, big improvement... Don't know how I feel about Sophie. Yeah, I need yeah. some radical improvements after this episode. It's just like that's it's like, and I love Megan Tandy, and it's like Megan's not saving this character for me, and that makes me so sad because I was so excited to see her again, and now I'm like, they're writing you. It's uh, you know, I'm just making noises yeah. at you guys. But you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> oh here. no, I know, I know exactly. No, we I, got I, I can I can translate exasperated sigh. Like yeah, no, I I totally get it, but like. It, it's, she's she's honestly one of the most wishy-washy characters in the Arrowverse, and it's annoying. Like I I I, thought I didn't like Kate because of like you know you know Ruby's kind of like flat lackluster delivery the the first few episodes, but man, Sophie has like taken that crown because it's just like how can you be like this and expect no consequences? Like yeah, she my she's other... just doing whatever she wants really. Yeah, my, like. Side thought and I think about it because you mentioned the Arrow playbook thing. Over the seasons with like, for example, with Felicity, I've loved and despised how they've written her over the years. My hopes, hope with Sophie is that like maybe after a couple episodes with the crisis stuff, maybe they'll like have written her slightly better. I still like hope for her to get written better, but I it's not a it's not a lot of hope. Yeah. But like yeah. maybe over time, over the season, over oh, the next yeah, season, because, depending well, on how she goes, like, you know? Yeah, because like you know, the first, you know, going back to the arrow comparison, like the first few seasons I really didn't like Laurel, but eventually I ended up like over over time I ended up enjoying her a lot. But then they killed her off. Yeah. Um, right yeah. when I started to like her, they kill her off. Um but, Yeah, no, that's that's uh, valid. Her portrayal in the first few seasons is mm-mm. Yeah, not not the best. <laughs> yeah, but then once once she really got into her, she eventually got into her own and became a really good character. And then yeah. she died. And, and then yeah, and everyone was yeah. Yep, yep. So like, let, let's hope it doesn't have to come to that for, yeah. <laughs> for Sophie, where she becomes a really good character towards the end and then gets killed off because now we care. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's hope not. I I think that would be a, a bad look for this show as well. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, the next um, comment was good as well. Yeah, the, so Mouse is Jacob? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. I was like, wait, what? Like, how? Yeah. When? What? When? Yeah, yeah, so what? Yeah, what? So how? No one. They Are we supposed really to know explained. what this entails? Like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, right yeah. Now. So they, they never like, explained how the face stealing thing works. Yeah. Right? I thought that in order to steal someone's face, you legit had to take someone's face. Or, like, take parts of someone's face and, like, replicate it. When did Alice steal Jacob's, like, DNA? Was that what the thing in the jar was? Or a little vial? Maybe. I, I have no idea. 
Are they, it's like, like the suspension of disbelief is very confusing for this particular scene. The rest of it, I'm like, yeah, I can handle it. And I'm like, the, wait, what? The face the, sealer the, did what? The one thing that's faces? Really, the one thing that's really confusing about like Mouse and his whole ability is it, it's like the whole Mission Impossible thing. If you guys have ever seen like any oh, of yeah. the, the Mission yeah. Impossible movies, like the, the fact that they just out of nowhere like reveal, oh yeah, no, it was actually me under this face the whole time. Like, okay, but where did this happen? How does this? Uh, How does this actually affect the plot? Like, so, <laughs> so, like from what I understand, Jacob is upstate currently, and he, uh, as Mouse, Jacob just, uh, Jacob Mouse just lied and said, "I'm gonna stay upstate," even though he's not, because he kidnapped Jacob, or they kidnapped Jacob, because in the promo for next week, Jacob is kidnapped. So I'm, I'm still really confused about that one. Yeah, I guess I could I could see that being what happened, and then he stepped in for him, kind of. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking where it's going, but I, I don't entirely know because, like you said, like it makes no sense. But yeah, okay, like but when when did this happen? How does this affect the plot that we just saw? Like, I have yeah, questions. That, yeah, that came out of nowhere, and like, what what does this have to do with anything that yeah was going on the entire episode? All of a sudden, they just end it with Jacob getting kidnapped. Jacob wasn't even in this episode except for like flashbacks and like when you know Sophie snitched on Kate. Yeah, and like I mean, I was. I was good with how they played it with Sophie telling him and then him being like, oh, wait, well, I guess it's not. Like, I was fine with that being Jacob. I didn't need it to be, like, a fake Jacob. But then they just threw the fake Jacob in there anyway. And I'm like, well, what was the point of this? Yep. So. I'm Yeah, that, that honestly confused me because I was like, so does that mean fake Jacob was the one that uh, Sophie told? Yeah, that exactly. That That's why I'm questioning. And I was like, okay, but also, but, like, what's your point? If nothing, like super vital happened to Jacob in this episode, what was your point of, like, making fake Jacob? I don't understand. Yeah. I'm very curious as to how if, how and or if that will be explained. Yeah. Because, like, now we're going to have to wait, right? Like, yeah. will that yeah. get... Ex- <laughs> so it's like, when are they going to remember? Oh, yeah, remember that time we had Mouse pretend to be Jacob? Like, is, are they going to attempt to play it off like, a, oh, it's been for a long time, and it'll be like... How long has Jacob been upstate? Why hasn't anyone noticed? Like, is this yeah. why he's suddenly getting a divorce? Is Alice yeah. making Mouse help ruin his life? Like, yeah, like, are they going to attempt to make like, it how, deeper than it really yeah, is? Or? Like, how long has this been going on? And, like, how has no one really noticed that, like, the leader of this massive private securities, uh, parentheses, paramilitary group, um, like, been like impersonated like i understand like mouse has that ability to mimic a voice but i feel like also just because like alice has memories of jacob and stuff that doesn't mean she knows about like his modern mannerisms and how he acts and does all that stuff unless mouse is like an oscar worthy like daniel day lewis level actor yeah i I don't think that's that's the case I mean, it's Batwoman. I I doubt there's anyone like that on this cast. That would be a, a twist for sure. Right. We'll that's the, pleasantly that's... surprised when it's revealed he's much smarter than we've all given him credit for. Yeah, <laughs> that would be something. I mean, it might make up for the disfigured villain trope. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. Okay. Shall we move on to our lovely favorite character? Yes. So we yeah. have our C plot this week, which is Mary, and Mary is having a bad week. Mary is just having the worst week. She's struggling. She's struggling. So we op- so bad for Mary. We have her in the car with her mother, and she's like, they're getting divorced, and I have to be there, and now nobody else is going to be there. Why didn't anybody tell me that I could skip the divorce proceedings? Right. Like, 
I, I do Mary know, needs a hug. Whatever so I know, we just talked about whatever's going on with Jacob, but I do find it really, really amusing that he would not show up to his own divorce proceedings. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Is that, is that also fake, Jacob? Like, is that why he didn't yeah, show up? Right? I'm like. Oh, just- <laughs> I feel like Mouse looked at the calendar and was like, "Divorce proceedings? Not nah, that. that's not important." <laughs> he goes, "I don't." He goes, "I don't know how to do that." Um, no one, no one gave me a script about divorce. Get a de- default divorce, you know. You don't show up, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Well, guess your marriage is over." Yep. Okay. Um, but then but yeah. she also she almost finds the secret bookcase drawer, but then she doesn't, and it was I, very anticlimactic. I was all just kind of excited. I was like, "Is she going to do it?" Oh no! She no, didn't no, do no! 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 It was just like, all of these people, uh, no. It was so cute, and then I was like, no, we're so close. Does that mean after Crisis we'll get it? Like, come on, Mary, you can do it. Mary Mary is smarter than a lot of people on that cast. We love you, Mary. Love you so much. You just she needs to be on the main team, dang it. Like she helped Luke way more when she was drunk and eating pizza. Yeah, and I mean, obviously they're already using her medical skills, so she's just, like, she's not in the know about everything, but, like... Yeah, and I mean, if she's working directly in the Batcave, when Kate comes beaten up, like, it just makes it all that much easier. Yeah, no, seriously. My guess is by, like, mid-season or post-crisis, like, whenever, however crisis goes down, she's gonna find out, we're gonna love it. And Mary's going to get some happiness because her and Luke are going to have cute moments while they're waiting for Kate. Like, I see where this is going and like, it's yep. going to be great. We're yep. so close. Or and, like Julia, or she's going to be like on the phone with Julia and be like, hey, Kate needs some help. She's like, got you. Come in. Like, it could be great. She'll be. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're going to have great sister bonding moments because, you know, um, whatchamacallit, once Kate, uh, once Kate lets um, Mary in, um, like, in the know about everything, Mary will also like use her like social media influencer like fake persona to help promote her gay bar and club and so she'll help give a more solid cover for her secret identity than oh yeah you know i just work in real estate for no reason despite me not having a license or anything yeah and Um, she'll also like explain the whole oh no my thought um she'll understand kate's whole alice thing differently too mm -hmm. better in theory hopefully (laughs) yep and maybe, maybe, like, best, best case scenario, when, um, if Alice does, like, go down this redemption arc like we were talking about, maybe Alice will be happy to have a second sister. And yeah. we can have that happen, and it would be awesome. Because- that would be super cute. It would be. That. Sometimes your family is your smart medical student, your crazy sometimes murderer, and your vigilante. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that would be adorable. Sometimes the family is. <laughs> Plus, I, I just I just think that Mary and like Alice would have some super fun interactions. Oh yeah, I just, need that so badly. Great. We we do we need that. Like I don't want Alice to hurt her, but I need those scenes of them just interacting and then be like, "But what if Kate does this?" And it's going to be like that photo meme that's going around again with the blonde, like with the women being held back in the cat. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like it's going to be like that, and, and it's going to be Kate holding Mary back, and Alice just like who's in her mind cackling. I need it. Oh man! Uh, or Luke is going to be in the background, like someone, uh, make, someone make that cat meme, please, and like add it to us because yes, I, Luke, I, I need that. Luke's like, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I, I just wanted Batman back. Like, <laughs> Instead, I got the chaotic gay one. This is fine, but also I didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> right? 
like you like speaking speaking of memes, you just like replace the dog with Luke, and it's just the Bat Cave on fire. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine. I like that we're just giving our lovely listeners like, hey, please do these things for us because we're not graphically talented. Yeah. So you know, any of you guys out there who are definitely at us, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, yes, that would be very cool. Okay. And so, yeah, that's most of the plot discussion uh, for the week. So I can move on to our after plot segment. Um, so this week was kind of a lot. And I, after watching the episode, I was like, what did what just happened? Like, yeah. did you guys get that feeling? I, yeah, I honestly, yeah. It, uh, right before we started recording this, like, I, I, like, as it got closer to six, I was like, wait, hold on. What happened in this episode again? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I couldn't remember if the military flashbacks were this episode or last episode. Yeah, just like same, same. I was like, the, uh, the only thing that like tied it together again was the restaurant scene. I was like, oh, the restaurant scene happened in this episode. Yeah, like, I feel like whatever group of people they have editing is like they get the script, they edit it in order, and then someone else is actually. We need you to move this, this, and this around. So, like, the consistency is all over the place. Yeah, I could see And that. at some point, it will make sense. Also, I say positively, but right now, it just feels like... I remember those editing days when I was, like, editing my film project. And my teacher being like, what if you did this? And I was like, but I don't want it. He's like, but what if you did this? So I had, like, multiple versions of my final film and then submitted the yeah. one that I knew he wanted, but then kept the versions that I wanted going, but this is how I want it to be, but I need to get the good grade, so I'm going to do it this way. Mm. And I feel like that's what these poor editors are stuck doing. Yeah, yeah. like each director has their own thing in plan, but then the overall CW is like, "Well, oh, we got to do this," and they're like, oh, yeah. "Okay." Also, just just a side note: this isn't like related to the plot or anything. This is just a recurring thought about like just Batwoman in general that I've had like since the show started. Why are the why are the promos for this show? Why do they sound like phone sex commercials? Like, is it just me? Like the, the 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 like the promo voice just sounds way too sexual for no reason. The like, mute I just had to do for my laughter, Jeremy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, like you're uh, making a very valid point, but also like, like yeah, these yeah, commercials yeah. are great editing wise, but that point like it feels so awkward. <laughs> like it's you know it's something. Critics are raving about Batwoman. Like, just like, are they? Where? I mean, I know we're trying here, but come go today. Like, yo, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting for a, for a good time call at the end of this. Like, what, what is happening? Like, Poison Ivy, are you running some kind of hotline now? Oh man. <laughs> yes. At one point, we'll get Poison Ivy, and it'll be like, oh no, too gay to function. We don't deserve this. Uh, <laughs> no. Get <laughs> Uh, but, no, but yeah, I just I just had to bring that up because I, I don't think I mentioned it before, but that's been in my head since this show started and all these commercials are happening with this like un like overly sexy voice for no reason. It's not like it's like Riverdale where sex happens all the time and that yeah. would make more sense. But like <laughs> Kate for you know, for an Arrowverse lesbian, Kate isn't really sleeping around as much. That's yeah, true. she's pretty preciously tame at the moment. We'll find out, but like right now, we're just meeting occasional exes, stuff like that. It's pretty yeah, cute. It's she, pretty. She had, she had the she had the one one night stand with Reagan, and then like they amicably parted ways. So yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for Reagan to come back, or or we just, or is this show just going to be like, here's Kate's array of blonde love interests because we can't bring in the other ones? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, because, you know, Supergirl already screwed up Maggie Sawyer, so that's not on the table anymore. Uh, yeah. But, like, just to avoid all of that one, I, I'm agreeing with your other point of, like, do they think they know they're miming Arrow? Like, miming Arrow so closely? Because I don't freaking know. Like, are yeah, there writer rooms next like, no, door to each other? Yeah, are like, they, like... Because, like, <laughs> that, that bar scene felt real intentional. Like, I can give them the switcheroo because that's a common superhero trope. Yeah. But like the bar scene was straight up delivered. Like, like they had to, if even if they weren't doing it on purpose, they had to know like just how closely it is going after Arrow. Because like I'm not saying I'm not saying like obviously the Arrow writers' room is different from the Batwoman writers' room, but I'm mm-hmm. sure in order to prepare for these shows, they had to watch the other Arrowverse stuff so they would know kind of like what the general tone of this universe is, so they could match it. Oh yeah, definitely. But, yeah, but like. Why would you directly just rip something off? I mean, granted, like the recurring joke of Arrow is that Arrow has just like been a ripoff of Batman for seven years because they couldn't do a Batman show, and now they can finally do a Batman adjacent show. Yeah, so <laughs> still like, not a Batman show, but almost. But like that 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 doesn't excuse it from just straight up taking a plot line from Arrow. <laughs> like, I'm starting to sorry, go on. I was just gonna say like Batman, but not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm starting to feel like I'm having weird flashbacks of my, like, sophomore, junior year writing for television and writing for film class, where it's like, okay, the teacher's like, okay, everyone picks a genre they're going to write, and if you do a comedy, it's a half hour. If you do a TV show, it's an hour-long script. You have to write an episode for a season of, like, of a show that's ongoing. Go for it. And so, like, I feel like all the writers are doing the best they can, and then the teacher or the head of the writer's room is like, okay, guys, show me your work, and, like, half of them all look a lot like Arrow, and they're like, well, we have to start filming now. Let's make it work. Okay, so speaking speaking of writing and, like, writing classes, again, I'm not trying to, like, downplay anybody in the writer's room. I'm sure, you know, they're very capable writers and they're doing the best yeah. they can. But, like, one of the first things you learn in writing classes in general is the uh, biggest rule of both television and film. Show, don't tell. They did a lot of telling without showing. They kept saying that Kate was a sharpshooter, best in her class. They were the top two cadets. Me and Mimi kept making that joke every time they brought it up. Top two? How are y'all top two? You haven't shown us anything to prove you're top two. But then all this, like, and then, like, at the end of the episode, like, Kate does that cool trick shot. Why didn't you do the trick shot first and then reveal that Kate was, like, a mar- uh, like a sharpshooter? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Because also, if she was this good before, how could she not throw a battering? And, I mean, I guess you could still say the whole thing of, oh, it was calibrated for Bruce's height. Still doesn't make any sense. If you're that good at shooting, you should be able to have a, a good... Like, a good amount of... Per- I was about to say a perception score. I'm thinking D&D. But, um, <laughs> I was thinking... You should have a good like a good grasp on perception enough to be able to throw something accurately. If you can shoot something from that far of a distance... Like, it's Okay, weird. so, but... But wait, now to slightly D&D-style version. So what if, like, they're just rolling every time and they're like, okay, in this episode, we're aiming for all 20s. And it's just, like, for some... Like, because that's the highest you can go. And they keep yeah. on getting, like fives or ones and they're like oh no we gotta oh. go with the we gotta go like there's this thing when you're rolling with D you can to make your stats you roll like six times you drop yep. the lowest two scores i feel like that's what they're doing but they keep on only getting low scores and they're like oh man we're stuck with just yeah, ones look, look this right this writer's room is just a full of, a full of just a bunch of nat ones and it's just not doing good <laughs> y- y'all yeah. need y'all need some better dice <laughs> yeah, yeah dice jail they need dice jail um next point Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was zoning out a little bit. 
Okay. So um, we discussed this a little bit earlier, but yeah, it's like, why do the writers seem to be consistently putting their feet in their mouths with just about everything to the extent like it, it looks like they're actually doing it on purpose? Like, I'm yeah. the only one that feels like this. No, it de- nope. de- definitely feels like that a lot. Um, like they, 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 there are a lot of like just big oopses in in these dialogues, and it's just like, oh, okay. Just like it, um, it shouldn't be that hard to avoid these things. It's like they're going out of their way to make bad choices, and I just and again, I'm not like mind. none of, none of us are professional writers, so we really don't we can't say anything super like. Like to their like to their conditions and how they work, but like, you know, just just as critics and as fans, like you you gotta acknowledge that some of this is just really rough. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I mean, a lot of it's just like really obvious stuff that you would think one would don't avoid. And then like the other thing that happened this week was after everyone was um, irritated about Julia being white. Uh, that quote from Carolyn Dries came out. It was like, oh yeah, it was. Uh, so we did it because the. Um, the suit fake out thing, so she had to be white, and everyone was like, "What? What, what are you talking about?" And the, like her <laughs> ma- her mask, it's like her mask covers her face, and she wears a red wig attached to the mask. And then, like Diggle did the fake out for Oliver, how many times? Right? Yeah, it's. I just uh, like it's. We love to nitpick but like we're making so i i know i know we got some very amusing reviews but like we're making valid points here guys yeah, like this I, is I, I, yeah. properly frustrating for like i just i, I like, liberally ish type of people we're just people in general that are fans of this show and these characters it's just like we really want to like this show yeah and when you know we do like it like there, there are a lot of really good points to it but like the bad points are just so yeah. out there that it's just like it's hard to ignore like, and it's, it's honestly it's just exhausting to constantly have to deal with one thing after another that they're throwing in there and it's just like okay there's another issue that we have to deal with and i'm just and i, like, and, and I mean we, we talked like we talked about it like a couple episodes ago about just uh, very problematic things that i feel like they did like multiple episodes in a row with very problematic scenes and thankfully this episode didn't really have a problematic scene in it but like I mean, Which I was shocked. I think that's the one of the reasons why I liked it. I was like, "Oh yay! I don't feel as offended as offended as I normally do while yeah, watching the show." It, it was no my one's turn. making me, but also it was why? my turn. It was my yeah. turn. Yeah. The whole Julius. I was like, "Okay, I guess it's my turn to go on an impassioned rant now." Yes. Congratulations, Jeremy. I've passed the torch on for you this week. We'll find out what happens after Christmas. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, like it's it's just it's just weird. Like I just, you, you you would think it's you would so think weird. they would be aware. Like I'm not I'm not saying that like they're obligated to please all the fans or whatever. It's its own universe. They can do their own thing. Yeah, of course. Sure. But I feel like especially with characters that are so like with um you know gr- groups that are so underrepresented, like you should go out of your way to properly represent that group. Like if it was just another yeah. white character and you turned them and you turned them Asian or black, okay, cool, whatever, fine, that's cool. You went off the merit of the actor. I appreciate that. And I'm not saying that the actress who played Julia was bad. She was great. In yeah. fact, she was one of the biggest bright spots of the episode. But like, also, you if you had you know properly casted it, it would have it would have really helped to show that you care about the source material. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's, it's also. It's it's kind of annoying because it looked like when they were first casting the show with I mean with the exception of 
not casting Ruby, casting Ruby Rose as Kate instead of a Jewish person. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like they were doing very well with their diversity. So mm-hmm. now it's just like, what did you just like forget? I don't and, know. Like, and don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that just wants diversity for diversity's sake, but when it's actually built into the source material and a person is supposed to be this type of person, yeah. it should be that type of person. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I have a side thought here. It's like, what I'm curious about is, like, we uh, another show we love is, like, Why Not Air? We love a lot of sci-fi shows. What I'm, to control my thought, what I'm curious about is, like, if this show wasn't on CW, do you think it would have been different? Or do you think it's just, like, a lovely luster of just I mean, CW? You know, it's like, I'm just yeah, very curious, like, like, if this was on a different the network, C- do you CW think they would have... CW feels very quota-y. I'm, I mean, we made that joke before about the Asian quota, but, like, it, the CW does feel very quota-y. Like, you know... Um, Flash and Arrow, like, they have pretty diverse casts, but they also kind of just have casts that check off boxes, too. Yeah, um, yeah and I'm not saying the same as it for our other shows on, like, other networks. I'm just very curious, because I yeah, know there's a lot of representation that could be better across the board on so many shows. But it's like, guys, you had so you have so many opportunities in this show to do some really great stuff, and you keep on not just, doing it. You have a gold mine of opportunities, and you're avoiding it, and one day we'll stop... Well, yeah, and, and they like, will stop yelling and, about it. But. And that's and that's the thing that the thing that annoys me is that like a lot a lot of people that like try to defend this is like, oh no, you're it's you're just getting mad because you're a comic book fan. You got to understand that like this on the CW, they're trying to appeal to casual fans. I'm pretty sure casual fans will be like, oh, Julia was really cool in this episode. Let me look her up now on like you know um, CBR or something, f- see what other story she's in so I can read more stuff about her to get more background information. Wait, who's this Asian chick? Like, I yeah. feel like that's how it comes up. Like, I would feel the same exact way if Lady Shiva and Cassandra Kane were cast as random, you know, white ladies, too. Like, yeah, that'd oh, be bad. Oh, man. <laughs> if, 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 like, if it was... Uh, but seriously, though, like, it's not it's not even it's not even a, a race thing. It's just more of a like respect to the source material. Yeah. For me, like they, and they did they did a really good job for the most part with this initial casting and I I like I had no problems with a lot of what was going on and like the original characters were really cool. I was like, "Oh, cool. She has she has like an, you know, an Asian stepmom, an Asian stepsister. Interesting. Cool." Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, well, uh, we can't afford another Asian. Guess not. Uh, yeah. Well, all the other big Asian actors are uh, busy right now. It's not like we can't find any up-and-coming Asian actors that would definitely love to be a part of a superhero show, especially <laughs> connected to a character as, you know, well-beloved and with a rich history like Alfred Pennyworth. Oh, no. <laughs> not like that can't at all. Can't do that. No, no. No, why would we do that? I mean, and that's the that's the same reason why I had a problem with Pennyworth at first, because I was like, wait a minute, Alfred, why is your love interest white? Your daughter's Asian. What's going to happen? Wait, is that done already? Uh, the first season wrapped up. Um, oh, wow. OK, I like it. It, it, it was it was on Epics. It was it was pretty good. They did this weird thing about Alfred and Martha, but, but uh, we could talk about that off camera. We'll talk about that. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, OK. Uh, Your so, next comment was good, too. Sorry, yeah. go on. No, you're good. I was just going to say one of the things that kind of got revealed in this episode was that, you know, like, oh, maybe Alice is not being the big bad. It's just going to be maybe someone she works for. And I'm just yeah. like, hmm, I don't know how, how to feel about that, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially because of how much we all love Alice. Yeah, exactly. Have, have, have said, you know, multiple times that, you know, Rachel Skarsden is, like, the best actress on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's just, yeah. We need someone hardcore to top that if they are do if they're, If we're going to no longer have Alice as our main lovely villainess. I need yeah. someone to be able to outshine her in some way, shape, or form to make me be yeah. like, oh, this is why Alice is... You know, it's like, yeah. okay, but, we've but, got but some also, of that tragic backstory, but do we need that? But also, I don't, want, I don't want someone to just be, like, mwahaha evil, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's my biggest fear, because Alice is a very subtle type of evil. She does, like, the murderous, creepy stuff, but she has that good side to her that Kate's bringing out, which is, you know, what's, you know, eventually going to lead to, like, what we were saying before with the redemption arc. Uh, but, like, um, you know, if they bring out this new villain, my biggest fear is that they're just going to be like, okay, you guys like Alice, who was kind of evil, but not all the way there. But now we're going to bring out a bad guy who's just evil because evil. Yeah, and that's I, what I was going to say, is we don't need yeah. people who are evil just because of being evil. Like, Alice has, like, things that are driving her that make sense. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, they, they, I hope with this whole crime Bible thing they, and religion of crime, they ex- actually kind of explain, like, the ideology behind them. And they, they don't just be like, oh, yeah, no, we just like to, we just like to do bad things. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, crime, we like it. You know. It's our religion. That's why, you know, <laughs> that, that's why, uh, that's why we, uh called ourselves this yes not very not very original but you know comics yes okay so with the close of this episode we are officially a third of the way through the first season of the show how we feeling improvements for sure um uh, you know like we said earlier like no problematic scenes this episode so good on y'all yeah for not doing that no one was thrown into a gas chamber or Anne Frank room. So again, low bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, hey, but at least you cleared the bar. Yes, they matters. did. They did. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I wish they, we had been at a better place right now. I would hope that we would have been at a better place, but I'm not losing hope necessarily because I do think it's going to still keep improving. I yeah, wish it had and, improved more, but and I mean, at the very least, even even if it like even if it like doesn't like drastically improve, it's still like a fun source of conversation to kind of just poke at some of this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Mimi, what do you think? Did we lose Mimi? I, th- I think Mimi muted oh, uh, for a little bit. Okay, am I back? Yeah. yeah yep. Okay. Sorry, my bad. I've never muted until this episode. That's You're why you got to hear me coughing halfway through. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely improving. I no longer feel like I'm on that express train metaphor I made a couple of episodes ago about like suddenly everything's happening. Okay, that's a lie. I still feel like that's still happening, but we're in a better place. I know what direction we're going in to some vague extent. As much as we can know, it's just fans that aren't in the writers' room or have any immediate sort of knowledge in that way. Yeah. And like. I'm I'm proud isn't the right word, but it's like I'm getting there. It's like I still I, I love doing this and discussing yeah. this. It doesn't because it's it, really it doesn't, fun. It doesn't feel like a chore talking about this though. Like Yeah, like it's been fun. We have a lot of good stuff to talk about all the time. And I'm very excited to see like what I'm curious about is like how we're gonna feel when it's all wrapped up for the season and we can be like, Oh yeah, the first seven episodes, like most Arrowverse shows, were pretty clunky and then it improved. You know, it's like yeah. I wanna be able to say that by the end of the season and I feel like we will be able to. Oh, and yeah. I'm just very I curious so. to see how. 
you know, I, I want I want to be able to look forward to the next season. And I mean, the fact that we got a full order, we got a lot to go. So yeah. there's definitely there's definitely a chance of like the show drastically improving. I mean, you know, we've got we've got a long way. So here's hoping that by the time the show season wraps up, we'll be like, oh man, I cannot wait for season two. That cliffhanger was awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they no, actually I, did a good. They actually did a good reveal. Okay, I can't really go that far. <laughs> I, I definitely hope that we're looking forward to season two, and I hope that enough to be like, okay, what's the thing they're going to mess up next, and like constantly be afraid of what they're going to screw up. So that, that's that's kind of the game that we've been playing for the past couple episodes. It's like, <laughs> where are they going to mess up now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I, who knows at this point? They've been all over the place. Okay. Do we have any closing thoughts about the episode before we move on to feedback? Um, I'm good. Yeah, I'm solid. Yeah, me too. All right. I think we we got around to everything. Uh, yeah. so you want to just rotate reading thank feedback? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so start with tweets. Yep. At, at Canadian um, uh, Canadian Geek at Craig uh, R M McD. Um, says at Batwoman content uh, podcast enjoyed it a lot, especially like the comparison um, to Margaret uh, Bennett's uh, Marguerite Bennett's Batwoman. I always like mispronounce it. Is it Marguerite or Margaret? Um, I think it's Marguerite. Okay, not entirely yeah, Mar- sure. Marguerite Bennett's Batwoman. Um, okay, there's that one. Uh, Kenny Carly Jr. tweeted us saying, "Great episode of Batwoman. Really enjoyed it." Thank you. Uh, and uh, our friend Paperclick Freak, or at a Paperclick Freak, wrote a couple tweets. Um, so I'm going to re- read those for you now. It says, okay, thread time because I have feelings. I freaking love the episode. As a longtime Batwoman fan, I was 14 when I grabbed the comics for the first time. This episode felt the most like Batwoman as I know and love the series. And the ending totally took me by surprise. It wasn't plot heavy, but it highlighted super important character details. And I have the feeling we understand Sophie and Kate more. Kate finally feels like a protagonist, and I find it so heartwarming that at the end of they showed the kind of camaraderie between two ex-cadets. I think it was so in canon for Kate to be all swagger, but then to break down because of that metal, because in the end, she just wanted to serve. Also, the other stuff, like how she stood up to herself or how she plans to open up the gay bar, um, I bet they are going to call it Molly's, uh, her chemistry with Julia and the silly interaction with the dino. It was delightful and so satisfying. I'm curious when Mary is going to be let into the inner circle. Also, holy shit, they mentioned Safia. Um, I'm so stoked. Anyway, I really enjoy your podcast. P.S. By the way, I stand Julia. I enjoyed her so freaking much. The only thing worth mentioning, though, is that her character in the New 52 is actually black slash biracial. So, yes. Black? I thought she was, a- I thought she was Asian. She looked Asian. Um, I swear. Weird. She's black? I, huh. I, I don't know. <laughs> I... I swear! Wow, <laughs> no, that 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 threw me through a loop. I this whole time I thought she was Asian. Did yeah. not know she was binary. Did not know she was. Uh, I did not know she was half black. Huh? Learn something every day. The more you, yeah. the more you know. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Ed. Paper please. Yeah, that's. So we didn't actually talk about the dinosaur. I forgot to mention the dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Wait, should we finish? Was- should we finish or? Wait, yeah. dinosaur? Did my brain uh, just blink out a dinosaur? But yeah, uh, Lady Neo uh, said season one, episode seven. It felt a bit jumbled, 
it felt a bit jumbled in this episode, but when it got near the end, I understood why. The Sophie K drama is meh. The villain of the week and a new character's appearance didn't mu- didn't do much for the for this app. I hope it all gets sorted out in December. Rating five out of ten. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that five out of ten has kind of been my default. Yeah, they've been pretty consistently episode. at five out of ten. <laughs> Yeah, I think they okay, got to 5.5 so, 5 one week. Um, Mark Burkford at Mark uh, HBPVM uh, says, um, at Batwoman content, uh, podcast, any ideas uh, who the, um, this nemesis is who wants the bat-killing gun? It's probably, how do you pronounce it? Sophia. Sophia. I, I um, think that's what the, we're going um, with. The head, of the, the head of the religion of crime. Yeah. It's... My guess is it's her or um, what's his face from like episode two. Oh, uh, the dude. If if they want to be smart and tie him back in, other than like wasting him as, uh, as a ca- Tommy oh, Elliot. Yeah, hush, hush, Tom, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my guess is they'll either bring it back hush or they'll make us feel like it's Sephia and then it's gonna be like surprise, it's hush all along, and we'll be like, oh, air horns will go off and we'll just lose it. Yeah, um, I could. That's I could my see either of those ones working. I'm all, I'm I would all, accept either. I'm always down to have Nolan from Revenge back. Yeah. in the show alright and we're going to move on to emails we have our good friend Shang just another email they said hey there awesome parts I realized I sent my week 6 feedback too late so I'll resend it here episode 6 was a pretty boring episode I felt it was very insensitive of the writers to let their Jewish lead be stuck in the gas chamber Mouse is really pulling Alice down as a character god I hate men truly <laughs> I wonder if we would get any crisis stuff in episode 7 and 8 Kate did hear Psycho Pirate's Worlds Will Die dialogue, did she not? That's why she called Oliver and Barry at the end of Elseworlds. I would have thought she would have brought it up to Luke and maybe asked him to keep an eye on Psycho Pirate. For week seven, whoever is a Sophie hater will get their eyes scraped out by my plastic spork. (laughs) Well, well, then. uh, Sorry. This was a much needed episode from Sophie's point of view, and yet I felt more was needed. Anyways, I'm the type of pern person that replies, then I'll kill too, to someone saying, if you kill a killer, the number of killers would remain the same. <laughs> so Alice has done nothing wrong with her life. Always stand, never diss. Almaraya Shang. I don't want to get my eyes scraped out I, by yeah, you. I, I, Please yeah, don't. You are so cool. I love I your email. Say, I would say your emails have been great. Please don't scrape out our eyes. I mean, you know, I... I, I Difference of opinion here. Uh, we we we're not really we're not really the biggest selfie fans after this episode. I understand the importance for sure. Uh, it's okay. but we're all friends. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make what Sophie did any less shitty. Just saying. Um, uh, I can read Rachel's next email though. Rachel. Okay. Uh, Ra- I'll just say Rachel Joy because I don't want to butcher your last name. It's oh, new new Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> okay. Hey, new Rachel. Um. Dear Batwoman Podcast, first of all, I wanted to send positivity to Jess. I hope she's doing okay because it's what she deserves. Second, from what I've seen, the fandom is quite unfair to Sophie. I've never, I've even heard another Batwoman Podcast call her the worst. So if a glimpse into her perspective didn't change the fandom's mind, I hope showing more of her point of view going forward will. Also, Mary continues to be wonderful, and I hope she learns Kate is Batwoman soon. And in one of the scenes with Alice, I believe it was Mouse who mentioned someone named Sophia, uh, Sophia, uh, according to my captions, which is similar to the name of a major character from Kate's past in the first arc of Batwoman Rebirth. Not sure what that could be leading to, but I think it's interesting. Uh, new Rachel, other, is that still part of the same email? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, what do you think Kate's new bar will be called? My personal vote is for Garnet, since it's her birthstone, and since Oliver on Arrow had a bar named Verdant, which is a synonym for green, such as Garnet, 
just as garnets are primarily red, and because anything with ruby or rose in the name wouldn't be a subtle. Alternatively, a bat pun would be very good, or she could always call it Sophie's. I like any of those suggestions, honestly. I definitely yeah. think Mo- Molly is, is going to be a, Molly's might be a thing, uh, considering like you know Kate's as uh, like a nice little comic reference. Yeah, and thank you for the positivity. We will pass it on definitely. Yep. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, so. Pamela Pamela Harvey says, um, hey, everyone, love the podcast and interacting with you. I have some quick thoughts um, and then a longer rant. One, I don't care about Madison. I'm not invested, nor can I follow the face change. See, OK, we're not alone here, nor can I follow the face changing. I'm fine with this. Uh, Alice is amazing, but I'd rather not um, have her um, be the focus. OK. Uh, two, not only was um, whitewashing Julia bad, but my son, who is 16, and um, two uh, white people argued for 10 minutes uh, over whether or not she was the same actress as Reagan. I could see that. She does, does kind of look like Reagan's actress. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like uh, we uh, we were... Uh, I feel like what we've thought uh, was Ruby's brat acting was due to her injury um, that uh, she needed surgery for, uh, that she needed surgery for. Um, this episode was so much better in that regard. Definitely, uh, Ruby's acting was a big improvement in this episode. Uh, it was really good. Uh, I can agree with you there. Dino bit was my favorite part. Yeah, so... Real quick, since this is the second person to mention the dinosaur, love that they brought their own version of the dinosaur in there. So does this mean that we're going to get, like, an equivalent of the giant penny also? Because, like, you know, the Batcave, the, you know, some of the biggest iconography of the Batcave is obviously the giant dinosaur and the giant penny. Oh, that bit. My brain. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> That'd be good. So I, I, would, I would love a reference to a giant penny at some point, too. The dinosaur was cool, though. I'll I'll take it. That looked like one of like the old school Jurassic Park toys, so I like it, that got a little chuckle out of me. Um, let's see. Five. I'm still mad about the gas room. We're all still mad yeah, about the us gas too. room. Same. I'll be uh, eighty and I'll be like that gas room. Which one? You don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, um, Don't get me started. Yes. <laughs> and then um, her rant part says, "I'm 41. I didn't know I was bi until halfway through my 30s." Um, and had already been married for quite a few years. I realized I uh, realized it. Talked to my husband about it. He's accepted me, and we're still committed to each other. This is fairly common, and we should uh, be uh, we should be talking about it. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand that kind of thing does happen. Um, which is why I feel which is why we feel so bad for Tyler because they should talk about it, and they haven't really talked about it. I'm gonna uh, say more after you finish reading, but go on. Um, let's see. Um, I love so I love Sophie in the comics. I love the actress playing her, and I feel like they're doing her uh, character dirty. Uh, it feels um, Im- irresponsible to me um, as a uh, parent of teens who watch CW shows um, that they have a married character who has not uh, disclosed her sexual history to her spouse to her spouse. Uh, between this and shows currently. Burying their gaze in horrific ways, um, I'm kind of scared to finish out the season. Uh, this is a compelling story. Um, this is a com- there is a compelling story there. Um, if she had told him anything, I grew up evangel- an evangelical Christian too, so I understand 
um, her fear, uh, but her husband should have known uh, something. Uh, I have, um, I like having these shows to wind down with at night, um, to have some of the time with my son, who is my whole life, um, um, uh, 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 who is my, uh, with my son when my whole life is so bonkers. Uh, if the audience is young, they need to take some responsibility. Much love to you all, and thanks for doing the podcast. All right. That Thank is you, the end of our feedback. I think we can get around to uh, some social media handles. Mimi, oh, I'm sorry, Mimi, you oh, wanted yeah, to say no, something. You're good. Um, oh, before yeah. one, thank you, Pamela, for liking my tweet about my tangent about Charlie's Angels. You're great. Thank you. I love that. Sorry, that made me very happy. I saw like Talia acknowledge it, one of my best friends, because I knew she was going to because she asked me to tweet about it. So thank you, Pamela. That made my day. I was very excited. Um, two, as another person on the podcast who identifies as bisexual and is engaged to a man, I started out the relationship with that conversation going, hey, I like you. You're a great guy. I also like girls. He was just like, cool. Whatever makes you happy. Don't know why you're with me. You could be with so many other really great women. And I was like, shut up. I'm with you, you idiot. <laughs> but like, that's how we talk to each other. But like, I've done that for the entire year we've been together. We tease each other for when we catch the other person staring at someone. It's mainly him yelling at me lovingly for having stared at a girl in a really cool outfit, which there are so many because it's New York. Everyone is so fashionable. It's it's painful. You get the idea. Just like a there's a way to have a conversation but i do also understand that religious aspect i'm not super religious by any means so i do like i don't have that same sort of fear that they've showed sophie having and i do like i relate to it such as i can but it's so upsetting because it would have been such a great learning moment for like the younger audiences to see that because even though riverdale is a cluster of a show (laughs) they have really good scenes when they have the discussions of the lgbtq stuff that makes you go oh wow sometimes the show is really well done like cw shows that can do it yeah, they, I, yeah, they do handle these conversations really well on other shows, um, and that's that's the that's the sad part about Sophie's character. Just to kind of go back to Shang real quick. Now, our problem with Sophie isn't necessarily Sophie herself. It's more of just the fact, like they're writing Sophie to be so like dubious and like not tell Tyler anything and be so wishy washy about her feelings. Like, and I get where she's coming from, obviously. Like, she's got, like, the religious background and all this other stuff holding her back. So it's understandable, but it also just doesn't justify her actions all at the same time. So I, I can understand both sides of, like, why the, the fandom has been so hard on Sophie and also, like, why people are, like, trying to come to Sophie's defense. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, uh, well, I think we're good for now. Everyone got all their feelings out about the episode? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just make sure. <laughs> uh, Mimi, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on social media at MorganScene17. You can also find my Tumblr through my Twitter as well. All so right. And you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Canary at Law. And Jeremy, where are you at? Yep. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Days Reviews. Currently, my YouTube channel is uh, has been suspended wrongfully, um, but... I'm currently in the appeal process, so hopefully by this time next week, I'll be back. But if not, I'll hopefully find a way to come back and start posting reviews again. But if not, I'll at least still be on the podcast. So yes, there well, you go. We'll be rooting for you, Jeremy, for sure. Yeah. Um, and of course, Thanks. you can always find the podcast at Batwoman Podcast on Twitter and Podcast at gmail.com for our email. And uh, that's going to be it for now. Everyone want to say, uh, say goodbye to our audience as we sign off? Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.